Like many of you, you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey everybody, welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast, where we fight depression with the power of music. I'm a professional. And puppies. And puppies. Yeah. Hey, Lucy. Hey, Lucy. Uh, for anybody who can't see on YouTube, uh, Lake's dog, Lucy, is joined by us. She's our biggest fan and listener. She probably spotted that cat outside that likes to hang out in our backyard. Right. I have named Kevin. I don't know if Kevin is a boy or a girl. That's why I went with Kevin. Um, because it seems to be a pretty neutral name. Thank you, uh, Up, for that. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, yes, there's Lucy. Hey, uh, yes, Lucy is here with us, like we said. But I am your professional handicapped host, James Cox. And no, I am still not the voice of Scooter from the Muppets. Well, maybe one day. Maybe from the Muppets Christmas Carol. We're not supposed to tell everybody oh, that. That's whoops. supposed to be a secret. Yeah. Well, well se- secrets out. But who are you? Who are well, we? Well, the talking secrets to? out on me too. So I'm commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room, but only when I'm playing the drums or the jingle bells. Uh, I am your endless source of useless music knowledge. My name is Blake Mosley, but you can call me Brosley. Brosley. Yeah. And I'm joined by Lucy tonight, so I will try my best if she starts. Uh, she's not really barking right now, but she is She is going to town on this hoof. So I don't think it's picking up in the audio, but I'll do my best to kind of mess with that if it does. So I can't um, hear it. So if, if I can hear it, then it's all good. All right. Well, then we should be all set then. Nice. Nice. So uh, it's, a, it's a hoof. It's a, yeah, she's, it's she a, loves it's, a hoof, it's, man. It's, it's, it's not a reindeer hoof, is it? It could be because oh, it's no. Christmas time. It's Christmas time, yeah. So that's yeah. that's why I asked, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, so um, you had a great, great discussion to talk about. Uh, well, okay, so it's been a week. It feels like forever mm-hmm. for me. I don't know about you. It does. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know. Um, we might have not recorded. We might have recorded this like a week in so many days because we recorded before we put it on. Right, but um, but I'll but but I'm putting this out right after we record this episode. Cool. But uh, you had a great idea. Um, you had a, like it's quote unquote holiday holiday discussion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I figured for the you know this is normally where we do our little banter before we get started in our main topic. But um, yeah, I thought some holiday discussion. I mean, it's Christmas time. These episodes are coming out around Christmas, so I thought it might be cool to uh to discuss some Christmas related music things. So. Um, so for this one, James, why don't you, do you have like a favorite original Christmas song? I'm not talking about a cover. I'm talking about a band that you love or some, some artist, um, put out their own original Christmas song that you really like. Okay. So you texted me this, this morning and I have all day to think about it. (laughs) And right when you came on, the light bulb clicked in my head. Okay. There you go. So, this one man, he's a he's like he's an actor. I mean, you know him very well as Adam Sandler. Right? Okay. Yeah. So it might not it might not be a Christmas song, but it's a Hanukkah song. 
It's the, okay. it's the Hanukkah song. There you go. See, I, I knew as soon as you said as as Adam Sandler, I, I knew where you were going. <laughs> right. Yeah, man, that song is that song is so funny, but yet it's it's original. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's within within your limits. Sure. Um, of original song. Um. So I about listening to that song every every Christmas two or three times mm-hmm. max. Yeah. You know? It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what they did throughout Christmas, though. You know. So, do you like the movie? The, do you remember the cartoon? I've never seen it before. Oh man, it's so funny. Yeah. And Allie didn't know that there was a cartoon, so I right, um right. she was singing that song uh, the other day, <laughs> and I was like, "Man, have you ever seen the the movie that went along with that?" And she had no idea. So we're gonna um we're gonna try to watch that here soon. But yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. It's called Eight Crazy Nights. Oh um, okay, but okay. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I love it. I think I think that song's great. And within retrospect, you all should watch. I'm home alone, given your the, oh, yeah. the cat outside is called Kevin. I mean, come on yep. now. Gotta get and it. we watched the uh, the new Home Alone, the newest Home Alone on good? Disney Plus. It, it's I, pretty good. Okay, all right, good because I've I, I mean Home Alone three wasn't was not good at all. I'm like okay. Other than Scarlett Johansson being in that, yeah, uh, I, I would mean, say that Home Alone three is utter trash, trash. But this this new one that they did was was good. I enjoyed okay, it. Okay. Yeah. The, the, does I have any resemblance to um like the Kevin McAllister and and, and all? This? Yeah, so so Kevin is not in this, but his brother um, Buzz, Buzz okay. is in it. So okay. he plays a cop. So um it's pretty pretty good. So there's some callbacks to the original, but um nice. and I you know I always kind of thought about Home Alone in and like would it work now? Like right. you know with kids, most of the kids now having cell phones. Like how easy would it be to be like texting their mom uh, hey you uh left me you le- home right, alone yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that you know so like does it would it work and i think they did a good job of um of kind of making it a modern day telling of a similar story okay yeah um so what okay so you asked me what what was my favorite original um song christmas song what what mm-hmm. what's yours i would say that mine and this sounds about right for me but it's a blink 182 christmas song right now they have done uh i say two and a half i say two and a half christmas songs um and uh you might be asking me why it's half because there's a song called happy holidays you bastard Uh that came out on uh, (laughs) the uh take off your pants album and um it was uh it's it's a short for one thing it's a very short song it's a really quick punk track and then it's over but it starts out as it's christmas eve and I've only wrapped two presents, right? So it starts out as a Christmas song, and then it goes to it's Labor Day, and my grandpa just ate seven hot dogs. Oh, so no. it's not really a full a full Christmas song. It's also a Labor Day song. So right. that's the two and a half. Um, but this, but their first Christmas song they did is called "I Won't Be Home for Christmas," and uh, it's it's before this is pre Travis Barker era. So this is I think this was around when Dude Ranch was out, uh, and that it's that era of Blink One Eighty Two. So early in their formation, and um, it's great because I love a I love a song that tells a story, and this tells a story about um, not necessarily enjoying the holidays and kind of wishing that they were they would hurry up and fly by, and um, you know it's a time to be be nice to the people that you can't stand. Right. Um, I'm yeah, growing yeah. tired of all this Christmas cheer. And uh, in the story, he's uh, 
Mark Hoppus is the one that sings this one and he snaps and he attacks people (laughs) with a baseball bat and then he goes to jail and then a guy named Bubba unwraps his package on Christmas. So that is the the song. And, uh, it's, um, it's really funny. And I love those early days of blink. And, uh, it was actually featured in the, uh, Disney movie. I'll be home for Christmas. Even though this song is called, I won't be home for Christmas. Right. Right. I see what they did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a great one. I love that one. So, just a little backstory before we get to this um, Christmas uh, episode. Me and Brosley here was deciding on what subjects to cover uh, throughout this whole Christmas month. Mm -hmm. And I brought up the name Gary Hoey. Because he was a big influence on on, on me, and he does amazing cover songs. And he has like three or four, three three Christmas albums, all covers, and one album. Um, it's like a it's like a compilation of all albums in one, in one album. So yes. Uh, so we're gonna talk about him and Christmas albums. You know, so um, let's let's talk yeah. about his early life and his career first. And before we get into that, when you mentioned this as a a, a suggestion for the for a Christmas episode, yeah, I had never heard of this guy before. Okay, um, and it wasn't until I started researching for this episode and did a little bit of digging myself where I realized I've heard tons of his Christmas songs before being featured in movies and commercials and things like that. I just right. didn't know that's who it was. So right, yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah, he yeah. does amazing work. He's a yeah for, for anybody who doesn't know him. He's a is he's a guitar in, instrumentalist. I don't think he sings. I don't think um, it's very much if had, he does. It's mostly guitar. Yeah. Right. He's had projects before that are not Christmas themed. You know, before mm-hmm. he did the Christmas project. So, right. Yeah. So let's talk about his early life and career first. Mm-hmm. So Gary Hoey is in the music, hard rock, and blues rock guitarist, singer, and songwriter. He has recorded over 20 albums and had five top 20 Billboard hits. Howie was born in Lowell, Massachusetts, United States. At 14, Howie often lingered outside Boston's renowned Berkeley College of Music, making friends and offering to pay for lessons. To devote his time to music, he dropped out of high school and began playing Boston's local clubs and teaching guitars to other young players. He auditioned for Ozzy Osbourne, which is brand new, brand new to me. I did not know it. In yeah. 1987, when, Oz, when Osbourne was searching for a replacement for Jake E. Lee, but the job ultimately went to, you guessed it, Mr. Zach Wild. I wanted, I um, wanted to include that <clears throat> in the notes because I know you're a huge, a huge Ozzy fan, and I know you're an even bigger. Zach Wild fan, so I thought you would like that. Yeah, because I well, I, I I'm a huge Black Label fan. You know, any, right. anything because I got the because I don't know if you know it, but um, but I bought his uh his uh vinyl collection mm-hmm. from his first from his first album to his last album now. Um, well, not now because he just came out with one. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm, anything that he did, that that he does is like amazing to me. It's kind of like anything he touched. He's like he's got the Midas touch. So anything yeah. that he's that he touches turns to gold. Right, and yeah. platinum because Ozzy Osbourne has some platinum records, doesn't he? 
Yep. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Multi platinum. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. funny that you that you mentioned um, Black Label Society. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we, I, I was strangling on my water. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, it's funny you mentioned Black Label Society because uh, you know, as we just came up on the anniversary of the passing of Dimebag Daryl. Yeah, and right. um, yeah, we did. In this, in this river was written for Dimebag, and I was listening to that the other day. I saw it in a tribute video for Dimebag, and um, I know that Zach and and Dimebag were really, really close. So, um, really, really sad story. Uh, I would like to cover that eventually one day <laughs> on this show. Uh, talk about the whole Dimebag Daryl, um, Pantera yeah. Yeah, uh, strain, and then his, you know, him being tragically killed on stage. It's a really sad story, but. Um, but anyway, yeah, that we'll save that for a more depressing day. <laughs> um, so, but this is Christmas, and, uh, so yeah, and yeah. then we'll, and then we'll make, we'll make everybody happy. So, right. um, but yeah, so in 1990, he teamed up with singer Joel Ellis, bassist Rex Tennyson and drummer Frankie Benali to form heavy bones. The band released their debut album in 1992, but broke up shortly afterwards. In 1993, he recorded the successful animal instinct album, uh, which include included a cover of the focus hit hocus pocus the single reached the top five in the billboard hot 100 on the mainstream rock chart uh, and the album was also commercially successful in 1995 the uh the successful endless summer 2 soundtrack soon followed uh he went on to record around 12 instrumental albums all of the electric guitar oriented and in 1990 or excuse me his 1996 release bug alley um displayed not bug alley like a l l i e like what i do to my wife um this is bug like the insect <clears throat> and then alley like an alleyway um so just, uh bug alley uh displayed uh added vocal ability um that he has expanded on more in more recent albums and he continues to tour extensively to this day bug alley so which what, okay so when have you actually bugged alley every day every, every day of my life I find some way to bug her. And does she bug you back? Yes. So maybe we can do, do like a bug Brosley album. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, his popular Ho Ho Hoey, uh, <clears throat> Ho Ho Hoey series of Christmas CDs and on-air station visits during the holiday season um, have become an annual staple at hundreds of radio stations nationwide. More so, his live annual interpretation, uh, which is it's called Ho Ho Hoey's Rockin' Holiday Show, uh, gains new fans each year. Hallmark's musical greeting cards feature two of Hoey's uh, Ho Ho Hoey classics. Um, the show has now become an annual tour. That's pretty cool. I'd like to go see that. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, Ho Ho Hoey is Gary Hoey's first Christmas album, which was released in 1995. Ho Ho Hoey was released a little uh, was released to little fanfare in late 1995, but ended up becoming one of Hoey's biggest sellers to date. Its popularity on the radio and with fans spawned two sequels, um, Ho Ho Hoey 2 and Ho Ho Hoey 3, kind of like that Led Zeppelin album title thing, yeah, right. um, with a fourth volume in the works. Now, in oh, the nice. works has been in the works for over 10 years now, so you, oh, know, okay. you, you never know when we're going to see it, Man. but still to this day in the works. Um, but Gary said about this album, um, this album is dedicated to my mom because she's been bugging me for years to put it uh, to put out a nice Christmas album. I recorded and mixed this album, and Ho Ho Hoey Two is my is my home eight track studio is in my home. Um, excuse me, let me start that over. 
I reread that. Or okay. I read that wrong. Uh-huh. I recorded and mixed this album and Ho Ho Hoey 2 in my home eight track studio. Okay. There we go. There. This album originally was only supposed to go out to friends as a Christmas present. And my manager, Dave Kaplan, said, Hey, I really dig this. Let's release it for fun. Um, the 12 Days of Christmas was the last song I recorded because I wanted to make sure that I had one um, that I had one that really rocked Santa's world. So he didn't care about the rest of us. He just wanted to make Santa happy and his mom, I guess. But yeah, yeah. and it's great, man. I listened to it at the gym the other day, and it was it was a uh, it was, it was rocking, cool. right? <laughs> no, it was rocking. Well, that's like that that that's the I said. I mean, he he did it for his mom because basically, his moms do a lot of work, you know. Right. They give us, you got to give back. They give you us, always got to give back. They give, yeah. us, they give us birth. So, I mean, what more greater present than that? Exactly. So, exactly. It's fine if he didn't want to give us the. But I'm glad that they managed to say, yo, we need yeah. to release this just for fun and see what it does. And, and see what happens. And yeah, what do you got to lose? This is the most, like, I I think this is the most famous thing that he's ever done, really. You know? Yeah, this is what he's known for. Right. Not to, not to decredit anything that he's done before. But this, you know, brought him to the next tier of the, of the, right. um, you know. So, oh, so uh, okay, so, um, uh, Ho Ho Hoey, um, two, is Gary Hoey's second Christmas album, like Blake said, in 97, released then. Uh, the popularity of sales of his first album, Christmas album, made a recording a sequel, a no-brainer for Gary Hoey, which, which is, you know, far, yeah, right. Yeah, um, I mean, if it, if the first one was so successful and all you got to do is just make some rock and roll versions of, you know, classic Christmas songs, go for it. And his, now, and, and his mom is now bugging him for a fourth one, so maybe we'll get that. His mom is probably telling him to stop at this point. Three, <laughs> three hours. All right. I, Look, Gary, that's too many. I didn't ask for five. I only wanted one, one nice one, and you were only supposed to give it to me. Yeah. Now you're making a bunch of money off of it. Gary. Which is, oh yeah, man. I, I'm surprised he hasn't bought your house yet, or, or if I has bought her. Probably has. Like a house and a few cars. cars yeah. so, mm-hmm. um, the album uh, features quite a few fan favorites, including a rock, uh, 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 a rollicking version. Rollicking? Yeah. Don't okay. know what rollicking is. I'll look that up while you're, uh, while you're reading there. I'll just say a badass version of your mean one, Mr. Grinch. We'll go with that is, too. Yeah. That is a badass. That's my favorite it is. version ever it is made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to do it on our cover wars. We did it like two weeks ago, but I'm like, that's yeah. not that's not fair to anybody else. I'm I, I'm on the last gonna <laughs> because they'll gonna, just lose. They'll just lose, you know, bad. Yeah. So I'm glad we did it on a on a um, Tyler Drew Creator. Exuberantly lively and amusing is what rollicking. Rollicking. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so it's the rollicking or badass version of your meme was Mr. Grinch and his first Yuletide melody, Ho Ho Hoey Song. Uh-huh. A song which traces its origin, o- o- origin uh, back to Hoey's work on the In the Summer 2. Yeah. Gary, okay, so Gary said about this album. This album was recorded in the middle of July in 100 degree weather in Southern California. <laughs> It was tougher than to muster up the Christmas spirit of the North Pole in the middle of summer. 
I really like doing Christmas records because it gives me such a chance to be out on the road in the holiday season doing fundraisers for toys for tots, as well as food and clothing drives. It's all about giving something back. It's a great feeling. And that's true. Because when you when when you record such a great album like this, you want to be out in the public and see how how they react to songs. So I get it. Yeah. You record it on, in the early year for it to be released in the later year so you can be on the road and see what the reaction is, you know? And this is what we saw with um with Wham and recording last Christmas. They you know, if you go back and listen to our um our last Christmas cover wars that we did. Right. Um the song Last Christmas, not our last <laughs> Christmas cover wars. Right. But uh yeah, so when they wrote the song, they had to record it in the middle of the summer and that makes sense because you have to have time to be able to edit and, and all this and mix everything. And uh so but they had to plaster up Christmas lights and all kind of trees and stuff to get in the right kind of mindset, to be able to, to do something like that. Right. You know, yeah. absolutely. You got to make your environment more mm-hmm. welcome than meaning for music. You know? and, I think that's, and I think that's, that's the way that everybody should record. I'm not sure if, if, if people do record like that, but, but just make your, make your environment more, more suitable for, for the album's needs and, you know, ideas yeah. Sometimes you have to really, really get in, a, get in that mindset to be able to record. So yeah, get creative. But. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the third Christmas album here. So Ho Ho Hoey Three is Gary Hoey's third Christmas album, released in 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, as with the album Money, which was recorded concurrently with this release, Ho Ho Hoey Three features electronic percussion and backing on many of the tracks. Um, and James, I'm going to screenshot this timestamp here because this is something I meant to pull up before. Okay. Um, but I was going to pull up something here to let you, like we were going to listen to it together um, and have a raw reaction. Okay. Um, sorry, I know there's a lot of editing with this one. That's fine. Okay. All right, so James, I'm going to uh, I'm going to play a track from the third Christmas album because in the research that I did for this, um, there, <laughs> there is there I guess because it was 1999, there is an attempt to jump on to the whole new metal area uh, era that was going on at that that at that time, and you know new metal's exploding, Lincoln Park. Limp Biscuit, Corn, everybody, and there is a version of "Hark the Herald Angels Sing" uh, that he does on this third album um, that definitely has some uh, new metal influence. So let's take a listen real quick. Okay. So there you go. It's it's pretty. Uh, it's 
it's it's very uh it's, limp biscuit uh limp, limp biscuit-esque corn um all those uh the the hip-hop metal yeah, scene but it, was going. it's very funky too you know yeah, yeah, it is. It's like, it is. It's like, a, it's like a good bop. It's what you want kids call it now. It's not, and it's it's not bad. It's, it's really not. It's just like everything else we were listening to kind of had this blues yeah. element and vibe going on. Right. And then that one like caught me totally off guard, and I was like, yeah, "What? Yeah, is gotta, what am I listening to?" <laughs> yeah, it's got a it's got a, like a, like a little funky kind of kind of yeah. like a head bop too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, I absolutely. It. I dig it a lot. But um yeah so and then we'll move on here to the uh to the next Christmas album. Well, it's a compilation if you will. Uh so the best of Ho Ho Hoey is Gary Hoey's first Christmas compilation album released in 2001. Um oddly before ever releasing a standard greatest hits type package, Hoey's first compilation uh, re- uh release was with this disc of holiday f- of of holiday favorites pulled from the three Ho Ho Hoey albums. This was seen by many as a testament to the popularity of these holiday-themed releases and the fact that they are Hoey's biggest sellers. The album contains four new recordings, including Carol of the Bells, which we'll be doing a cover wars on um, soon. So uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Ave Maria, and Twas the Night Before Christmas, which uh, had, um, which had been released on a, as a non-LP promotional single the previous year. Um, it features guest vocals from a rapper called The Unknown. I don't know anything about him, probably because he is unknown. Uh, curiously, most of the previously released tracks were apparently either mixed um, or at least edited differently than they are on the original albums. More notable examples includes The 12 Days of Christmas, uh, which we actually have an episode coming out on The 12 Days of Christmas here soon, too, right. um, which adds drums by Glenn Sobel, um, Sobel, excuse me, and shortens its length and a little drummer boy uh cover which includes a sitar um, performance that wasn't on the original version most of the rest are given slight sound tweaks and changes in length um and these new versions are uh, apparently considered by hoey to be the standard or the preferred versions um as they were also used in the place of the original versions in the 2003 compilation the complete ho ho Hoey, which James is now going to tell us about that compilation album. First, I have to do this. I know you don't like it, but I have to do this. Okay. Your favorite song is The Little Drummer Boy. I'm sorry. You know, you know, the next do, discussion, a uh, holiday discussion we have is about our least favorite Christmas songs. Yep. So That's we'll, see if that, we'll, we'll see if that holds up. Well, we'll just see. I think we'll see. I think it's going to hold up. I, 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 I really do despise that so much right now. You know? we'll, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see how it holds up. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, the complete ho, ho, hoey. Okay, so side, sidebar. Do you remember in the Christmas story movie mm-hmm. where Santa Claus pushed that kid down, down the little slide and he goes, ho, ho, ho. Every yep. every time I read ho 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 hoey, that's what you think of. <laughs> ho ho hoey, yeah. Is Gary Hoey's second Christmas album compilation album released in in twenty oh three, a mere two years after releasing the best of ho ho hoey, hoey albums, except Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, plus. The four new tracks from the best of disc 
and added two more songs, two more new songs. Yep. It was released on the same day as the studio album Wake Up Call, uh, presumably to piggyback on the release's promotional push. Yeah, if you got something else coming out, go ahead and... Why not, right? Piggyback yeah. it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so the album contains two new recordings, My Favorite Things, and It Came Upon a Midnight Clear. Awesome song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, the, it seems that virtually every track that had been played previously com- compiled on the best of Ho, 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 We, um, <laughs> were the same remixed and or edited versions. More notably, examples including the remix of the 12 Days of Christmas that added drums by Glenn Schobel and shortened as uh, its length at, its length, and Blake's favorite song, <laughs> the, little, the Little Drummer Boy, which included a sitar performance that wasn't on the, uh, that wasn't on the original re- re- release. Mm-hmm. Additionally, uh, Princeton's on the album featured on, uh, an error. Track 18 on disc 2, listed as Cookies and Eggnog, was in actually a re- repetition of Go to the World. Whoops. <laughs> right. It has yet to be determined by Hoeypedia uh, if this error was eventually fixed. Don't you love that he's got his own, like, Wikipedia? thing hoey pediat i want that <laughs> i want to i want to be fa- as famous as them so, so we can have a when words pedia um, oh that would be that's the best name for it too when, when words pedia when words pedia somebody yeah. somebody created that for us yep yeah. please and thank you that's right ho 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 we have stated in <laughs> interviews in 2010 that he was working on a new album which like rosie mentioned in previous yeah. time um and his Ho 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 a series of Christmas-themed releases. He originally said that it was slated to be released that same year, which is, like, 12 years overdue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's okay, Gary. Take your time, right? Take your time. Make yeah. it, yeah, make it good, man. Make it. Do what uh, you gotta do. That's right. But the holiday seasons have come up and gone with no release, as there's no release right now. Um, so it is unknown at present time when this album will, will release. So, okay, so let me get this straight. It took Guns N' Roses 13 years to come out with an album, with a new record. It took Led Biscuit 12, 12 years or so. Yep. It, it even took Tool like 13 years. Right. So, I mean, Take your time. So, no rush. Yeah, but Guns N' Roses album really... That wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah, that's but, what I mean. Like, take your time. Don't just put it out just because people are making you feel bad about it. Make sure it's ready whenever you, you yeah. put it out. It's like <clears throat> it's like a casserole, right? right. You yeah. want to put it out. You want to make people wait too long, but you don't want to undercook it as well. Yeah. And then it gets moldy and I stuff guess. Like I don't know. I don't think that was a good but see, analogy. But. <laughs> but see, the Limp Bizkit and the two of them were, was perfection. So, yes. Yeah, yes. So, please take your time on it, man. Um, mm-hmm. Tracks Hoey has stated the song uh, he is working on for the next record is the Nutcracker, the Nutcracker Suite. Do you hear what I hear in Oh Holy Night? The 
Just, which is my favorite Christmas song. Okay. Oh, if I had to pick like oh, a traditional Christmas song, like what is my favorite? Oh, 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 oh holy night. And I'm glad he didn't call it. Oh, holy night. Um, because that, that be, could be misinterpreted. Um, yeah, that's but, what I say, yeah, but you know, but that's good play on words. You it is a good play on words. Maybe. So, <laughs> so if we ever have him on the podcast, we can bring that up. Yeah. Like, hey, did you, did you, oh, did you think about calling night. it all Oh Hoey Night? Or is that, uh, it, does that sound like it's going to have uh, some negative connotation that comes with it? Anyway. He might, <laughs> he might just take your idea and, and like, like make a whole new song of that Oh Hoey Night. He might. Oh Hoey Night. And it gives you credit for it. So he, we'll, get, we'll see. So Royalties, get, baby. So you get royalties and that can support us. Yes, sir. That yes, can support sir. this podcast, right? That's right. So, well, cool, James. That was a really like good idea for a uh, for an episode, man. I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, it was fun to dig into that um, because I had no idea that first off who this guy was, second that these albums have been around for so long, and third that they were featured in so many movies and commercials and things like that. Hallmark uses a lot of his songs for their for their movies and for their commercials. And then there's countless other products that are being sold on TV that feature a lot of his, his versions because they're instrumental. So they work, they work really good for commercials. They're almost like jingles. Right, so right. Haha, jingle, jingle because it's because it's Christmas. Jingle bells. So jing, jingles. Right. Right. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so the reason why I love Christmas time so much is you get to listen to amazing Christmas music you know yes it gets you out of the funk that you're in you know and mm-hmm. and like i said before we fight depression with the power of music and there's nothing yep. more powerful than christmas music i think okay mm-hmm. but um like we said before and we'll always do it again um mr brosley here has a section called mental health minute just in case you need that more of a of a um you know deeper message yeah, I think um, so. You hit the nail on the head with that one, especially like at this time of year, man. Um, uh, you know, seasonal depression is a is a real thing. Yeah. Um, I think I might have a touch of that as well. Uh, yeah. it's it, the the days where it's the days are a little bit shorter. It feels like um, a little bit more dark, depending on where you're at. Maybe a lot of snow, maybe a lot of rain. So the weather can take its toll on your mental state. And um, but yeah, so uh, try to sorry. Um, there goes the hoof. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, today's mental health minute. Take some deep breaths. D- take deep and conscious breaths. I actually started doing this the other day. Um, my my Apple Watch um, like knows when it's about time for me to leave for work. So it like I guess it kind of follows your schedule a little bit based on your heart rate or whatever. <clears throat> or they could just be spying on me. But anyway, so my watch will pop up and it, it's the mindfulness app on your Apple watch. It'll pop up and um, there's two things that there's a minute of deep breathing and there's a minute of reflection. Um, so I like to do the deep breathing in the morning um, and at night and then do a minute of like uh, reflection. So just kind of thinking about different things. And um, But yeah, so deep breathing is a simple and efficient way to reduce your stress levels and regain control in your mind. When you start feeling overwhelmed at work or in any other environment, just sit down and take a few deep and conscious breaths. Breath, um, br- excuse me, breathe in until you feel your diaphragm expand and then slowly let out your breath. You can focus on breathing by slowly counting to five or 10 while you take a deep breath. 
um, and then counting to five or 10 while you exhale. Um, make sure you focus on breathing uh, with your diaphragm, though. That's the important part. Um, you should feel your stomach move rather than your shoulders to take in a deep breath. Um, try to take in five to 10 deep breaths before you return to the task that feels overwhelming. Um, you will find that the slight interruption um, and focus on breathing actually gives you the chance to step away from the project or the task for a moment and regain a feeling of balance. You can, um, you can then uh, focus on the task without feeling overwhelmed. And it is very helpful. I like to do this, like I said, first thing in the morning before I even go to work. Sometimes I get real, I don't know, anxious. Yeah. And, you know, just, I just don't know what the day is going to hold. I work in a very stressful line of um, uh, work for a very stressful, in, in a very stressful line of work. So what I should have said. Um, so it's, it's good for me to do that. I think it's helped a lot, kind of get my mind right before I go into work. Yeah, I need to do that too because I work at a restaurant service and Saturdays is yeah. always slam packed full of people, and it, yeah, it, it, and to me it's it's overwhelming me to the point where I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to get out of here. Yeah. So I will take that into consideration and do that next time next um, time I work, which yeah. I am taking off this Saturday because I'm going over hey. to your part of town. Sumter. That's right. Yeah, so I'll probably get to see you. Um, yeah, we're having our Christmas time there because um, every year the Cox family get together at on the, like the twenty fourth. You know, all all get together on um, right. somebody's house. I just have a good old time. What we're doing early this year because my sister's coming down, so we're going on okay. on eighteenth. So I'll probably get to see you um sometime uh, during my break. Absolutely. Yeah, so let's do let's it. make it happen. Yeah, so um so I think that this is the hundred and fiftieth show, which I'm correct on. I just checked it. I think so, yeah. So thank you for listening to this hundred and fiftieth show today. Uh be sure to share this with your friends and family. And um you can get this on multiple podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts. Um so please be sure to leave and rate a reviewing rating and review this podcast if you want to see the podcast grow, get more get more guests on, um, you know, have have more um of a of a pro- more professional show. Not the saying we're not professional right now. We try very hard. <laughs> so, we're getting there. Yeah. So um so we'll read your reviews right here on the show as Mr. Brosley is gonna read them, I imagine. So yeah, I don't have any new ones this week, but okay. we'll um. But if you guys leave us some, then we'll be sure to read them right here on the show. There you go. So the best way to stay up to date with us is by following our social medias. Let me do, but not, but not. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Something yeah, how does how does that phrase go? I don't know. Let me do, but not. But, um, I just yeah. If anybody knows, please leave a comment or, or like review. Yeah, I totally forgot tell, how yeah, that phrase yeah, even goes. Yeah. All right, uh, we we swear we're professional, y'all. So it's yeah, Instagram. It's a very stressful time of year. <laughs> it is. It is too much things going on. Instagram at When Words Fail Podcast, <laughs> Facebook WWFMS Podcast, Twitter on well on Twitter at When Words Fail MS. Email you can always email us. Um, subjects to talk about or just want to tell us how well we're doing on the show, um, you can email us at when words fail 
podcast at gmail.com. We're also on YouTube, youtube.com slash WhenWordsFailMusicSpeaks. Same thing on TikTok and our website, WhenWordsFailMusicSpeaks.com. And, brand new update. Um, this is the first time Blake knows, but I have oh. um, decided to give y'all a, a little tap on our website that takes us straight to our shop. So no cool. more no more copy and pasting that long list of jumbled words or letters. Um if if you go to www.um speaks, you'll see a little shop tab on t- on the top of it. And if you click yeah. that, there's a big there's a big blue sign that says click here to order online. Click it and it'll take you right to the shop. We got two versions of the shirt for you to order as well as masks we got um uh clothes baby clothes we got hoodies um it, we even have laptop bags so if you want to protect your laptop from falling down and bruising itself uh please order one of those absolutely Man, that's cool i didn't know that i'll have yeah. to uh pull that up i was trying to pull it up just now and okay um, I got big old sausage fingers, so oh no, um, I can't click on anything. So everything it just came out to be a jumbled mess whenever I tried to type it in my phone real quick. But um, but yeah, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Blake underscore Mosley. That's M O S E L E Y. I'm on YouTube, um, YouTube.com slash Mosley with three Y's. So that's M O S E L E Y Y Y. Um, I just recorded a bunch of new songs that I played for some Christmas services at church. So got a, a bunch of new videos coming out here soon. Um, you can follow me on the TikTok. It's at Blake Brosley. Um, I actually just posted a new one today of a song from one of those services that I just played. So, nice. um, and then uh, you can um, check out my other uh, little podcast project that I'm doing called South Carolina Spook Show. It's all about uh, true crime, UFO sightings, ghost stories, um, and cryptids and stuff like that from South Carolina. It's uh, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Stitcher, and Radio Public. So any of those platforms, if you know somebody that prefers any of those, send it to them, man. I appreciate it. Um, and if you have any uh, ideas um, for episodes on that as well, if you've got any personal stories, I'd love to hear them. So email me, um, scspookshow at gmail.com, and I'll make a whole episode out of it. I guarantee it. Oh, here's an idea for you. You got any, yeah, you got any Christmas like spooky like stories? Oh, can... I tried and oh. I could not really find anything. Oh man, yeah. That um, would be great. Allie said I should have done a Krampus episode, and I tried yes. to find something Krampus related to oh. South Carolina, and I just couldn't. couldn't so. oh, but man. you know, maybe next year I'll find something. But yeah, there you go. Always next time. So, yeah. 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 But yeah, so sources from this episode come from Wikipedia. Sorry. Uh, Lucy is biting my hand. Um, come from Wikipedia, Fandom, and the Herald News. We do not own any of the music that was used in this episode, and no copyright infringement is intended. Nice. nice. Isn't that right, Lucy? She, she, she said yes. She said yeah. She said that's good. She said, how can you sue this cute little face? Bringing the dog online. I mean, I'm trying to. Pick her up, man. There said, how, can you, how can you sue this cute little face? I don't know if that's possible. You can't. You just oh. can't do it. You'll probably get like a doggy treat or something if you do sue her. Ah, yeah. And she don't have any money. 
right? Yeah, she has no money. <laughs> she, has, she can only pay. She, has, she can only pay the lawyer fees and cuteness <laughs> and doggy treats too. So. Yeah. All right, so um, everybody, thank you for listening to this hundred and fiftieth episode. Woo! And we thank you for listening. And until next time, always remember, remember when words fail. Music speaks. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. To you and Yorn. All right. Merry Christmas, Lucy. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>